Welcome, everybody, into another edition of the Garbage Chronicles podcast. I'm your host, Keith DeMolder. Today, we are talking all about the apps. Tinder, Bumble, Hinge, OkCupid, eHarmony, you name it, we're talking about it. On the podcast today, we're bringing in a very good friend of mine, Ross, the boss, Hamilton, all the way from Carlsbad, California, via the Zoom. Ross, firstly, how's it going today? Keith, it's going great. I'm very glad to be here. Good to see that you're doing well and uh, your new digs. And uh, yeah, I'm excited to shoot the shit, talk about whatever comes up. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm liking the hairstyle today, by the way. It's very poofy. So it seems like you haven't gone to a barber in uh, seven months. You know what? I'm beginning to look more and more like a homeless man these days, um, which I think is getting back to my roots, which is sweet. I got some uh, sweatpants on, so I think I'm doing great. Yeah, I was going to say sweatpants, but you have the uh, the button-down shirt on, which is a nice touch. I just threw this on. It's like been on my rug for like a week now. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Clearly am, I living- a, am I in a good viewing right now? Are you seeing everything? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, this is a podcast, so it's not not like it's going to matter. I mean, you could be naked right now and nobody would really care. I'm glad you said that because I am actually naked. (laughs) I can confirm, folks. No, we we joke. But, uh, yeah, no, I'm glad that that you're looking your best for the pod today. Appreciate it. But uh, (laughs) what I was going to say, though, is we're talking about, uh, you know, as I mentioned, dating apps. We're talking about meeting people in the 21st century, especially for us you know, young adults now that, you know, everybody's graduated college, it seems, or is on their way to graduating college. Um, So, but before we get to that, the first question I got to ask you, I ask everybody on the pod, are men trash? Yes or no? Why or why not? Um, honestly, yeah, I'm gonna go with yes on this one. I wouldn't say all men, obviously, but I think that, um, understanding and having some self-acceptance and self-awareness of that there's a little bit of trash in everyone is kind of the, you know, the, the real, uh, kind of home run of it all. I think if you can accept that, like, there are some toxic traits within yourself and that men in general have some toxic traits, then I think being self-aware will take you far. You know, I think there's a competitive edge with a lot of guys. They have big egos, you know, they don't like feeling, uh, you know, out of the loop, they don't like feeling, uh, you know, uh, they, they, they definitely, they, they have a desire to, I don't know, always put on that image of seeming like the best and the baddest. And, uh, so yeah, I'm going to say yes. I, I think that a lot of men do, uh, kind of face that, you know, that wanting to live up to that. Now, uh, my question to you is, like, uh, what, what percentage of guys do you think are, are good guys out there? Like, genuinely, like, nice dudes. Like, do you think it's a majority of them? Do you think it's maybe becoming less so nowadays or what? Um, I, I mean, I just, I don't know if it's as black as white as that, you know? I, I think that every guy um, becomes more nice as they get older and more mature. And I think sometimes the reason behind that is you just start to... Um, not really pay attention to as much to, uh, you know, societal desires of you and, uh, what everyone else is saying or what everyone else is thinking. You kind of just accept yourself for your own quirks a little bit. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I mean, I, I would say that everyone struggles with, uh, you know, trying to be someone they're not. I mean, you know, I, I know you lived in LA for four years. I lived in LA for four years. I saw that so much at LA. Um, I saw people who I think at the end turned out to be nice guys, uh, but you know it. It took a lot of like working on themselves to get there. 
you know. Yeah. Yeah, no. I, I, at first, I thought you were gonna go. Uh, just give me a little, little USC jab. Like I saw, you know, we, we both lived in LA. You, you went to the bad side. <laughs> I went to the good side. No, I but. think all our viewers are. It doesn't have to be said what a school USC is. <laughs> okay, all right, I think fair that's enough. Implied here. I think that's it for the pod today. No. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's definitely true, especially especially in LA. I mean, it's 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 nuts. Like the societal pressures that exist there, and how superficial everyone can be. It's it's definitely a lot different than, you know, being out here in El Paso. I mean, it doesn't seem like a lot of people here really care about their appearance. Or, or I mean, they do, but they don't care about what other people look like. They, they care about who you are. Um, but getting away from that, we're, we're, gonna, we're introducing an, a fun new segment called Rate That Line. And because we're talking about, we're talking about dating apps, we're, we're doing a couple of uh, pickup lines, and I want you to rate them on a scale from 1 to 10, okay? Okay, let's do it, yeah. Okay, okay, here we go. <laughs> You'll appreciate this one. All right, ready? Okay. Hey, yo, girl, do you like Star Wars? Because Yoda won for me. Zero. Can I give negative points? <laughs> that one was awful. <laughs> I um, thought you were a Star Wars guy. I, I want to attract girls who love and know Star Wars. Right. Um, so even if she does get it, I guess that's a good little you know tidbit fact about her, but... I don't want to f- myself over like that in the first time I'm meeting this woman, so I would never say that. Net zero. Okay, okay. All right, here we go. This one, this one I thought was kind of clever. Um, hey, girl, can I follow you where you're going right now? Because my parents always told me to follow my dreams. Slightly better. I, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, one or two, but not, not as terrible as the Yoda one. Still bad. Wow. Okay, okay. Uh, mind you, I, I was going to say, I, I found these, I literally just Googled best pickup lines, and this was the first, uh, the first link I, I found. I can tell you put in no effort to this. It's showing, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> They're this bad. <laughs> okay, here we go. Oh, this, this one I like. Uh, do you, hold on, sorry. Do you believe in love at first sight, or should I walk by again? Okay. There, there's an upward trajectory, and it's it's okay. That one's like a four. I give that one like a four. Okay, all right, not bad. Um, Ayo, girl, there's something wrong with my cell phone. It doesn't have your number in it. Zero. That one was a... <laughs> this one's going to miss. I hated that one. <laughs> no. I, I mean, do, do, you, do you use... Have you ever actually non-ironically used the pickup line? In person or on a dating app? Either. Okay, yeah, uh, in person. We'll say in person. Uh, no, I've never used a uh, pickup line in person before. Dating I mean, app? Like, I, mean, I mean, like, I don't take dating apps seriously at all. So, like, right. <laughs> yes, I have used it in, in a, but, like, I never thought it would actually, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just kind of <laughs> set it as, like, a break the ice kind of yeah. thing, you know? Uh, we'll, we'll get to that in a moment. We'll get to that in a moment. Uh, sure. I, got, I got a couple more. <laughs> Two more Keep for you. Going. All right. Okay, here we go. Um, are you French? Because I fell for you. Eiffel, I fell. I fell. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's kind of funny. <laughs> I, I'm a huge nerd for geography, so I'm going to say that one's like a five. Wow, um, okay. And I like landmarks, but poorly done, all things considered. I just like the historical reference kind of thrown in there. So. <laughs> Okay, all right, here's the, uh, here's the last one. Okay. Well, here I am. What are your other two wishes? 
That that actually, I'm glad you say that one for the end because that was probably the worst one out of the six. <laughs> <laughs> that one was also Genie terrible. in the bottle. Come on, shout out Christina Aguilera. No, I I don't know. I didn't like that one. I'm sorry. I uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm just not a big fan of pickup lines in some. Ways. Really? Okay. Because I was gonna say these ones, like uh, a couple of the ones on the website were just awful. They were like, oh, you know, are you from Tennessee? Because you're the only ten I see. That sort of thing, right? <laughs> okay, so you said uh, now, now moving into our dating app segment. I mean, you said you don't use pickup lines, or you try not to. Why is that? I mean, is it just kind of like a, you feel like you're better than everyone else? Like you don't use a pickup line, or what? I do feel like I'm better than everyone else, <laughs> <laughs> but that's not the reason I use don't use pickup lines. Um, no, I don't know. I honestly, how it kind of goes is I just I kind of realize that if like. I do come across a girl who seems nice and seems cool that uh, there is like a, a bar of seriousness that I kind of have to take it a little bit, you know? So like, I would ask her like legitimate questions. Like what is she doing her free time? And like, you the know. first thing, the first thing you ask off the bat, like you match with somebody, they're super cute. What do you say? Hey, how's your day going? It's short. It's sweet. It's <laughs> simple. It's considerate. Um, yeah, I don't know. I would never really start out with a cheesy pickup line because then, like, you lose all respect for her, right? From her. From her is what I meant to say. Like, really? she, there, There is no way she's going to click on your little face and go to the messaging app with Ross Hamilton and be like, oh, like, yeah, this guy seems cool. Like, I could definitely seriously consider myself dating. No, like, that's out the window. That's gone. Wow, you got um, no respect for the lines, huh? I... I don't. I think they're unbecoming and cringy, and I hate them. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't mean, I mean okay, to attack wow. them so much. Wow. No, you're just uh, you know bruising my ego here, but you know it's fine. I'll forgive you. No, I uh, I don't know. I'm sorry. Maybe I should use them more. I don't know. No, no, I, I'm joking. I guess like for me, because uh, okay, like back. So you know, as you know, but maybe not people on the pod know, but like you know, I was in a relationship for almost three years at one point in college, and I never even been on Tinder or any dating app. And then, you know, I got on Tinder after all that. And, you know, I'd always been curious about it because, you know, such a new technology, at least at the time back in 2017. Um, and so what I would do back in the day was just like, you know, just a social experiment because I used to be, you know, psych major. So I was like, all right, let's just like try whatever line and, and see if it works, right? Uh the first one <laughs> that I that I would use, like on every girl, just to try and see the reaction, right? Like I, I didn't really, like you said, I didn't really take it seriously. So I used the line. Uh, well, firstly, do you know the song "Wannabe" by the Spice Girls? Oh, it's a classic. I love that one. Yeah. So you know the the hook. It's like, "Do you wanna be my lover? You gotta get with my friends, right?" Please stop singing. But I do know the line. <laughs> <laughs> right, Jim. No. Uh, so I used the line. I said. Hey girl, <laughs> God, uh, I just got off the phone with the Spice Girls, and they told me that if I want to be your lover, I gotta get with your friends. Is that true? Question mark. No, I I, I like that one. That one was okay. Really it was clever. Yeah, I mean, I would personally hate it, but I guess you're not trying to pick up me. I mean, well, I don't know here. <laughs> whoa, whoa, hey, take it easy. Uh, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, um, here, here, here's a question about you, for you, right? Sure. Um, 
you know, obviously with the emergence of, um, you know, social media and obviously with the emergence of, you know, it really is the kind of thing where like every, almost every young person has an iPhone, you know what I mean? Like it, right. it's kind of a, it's kind of an interesting setup or like, you know, some kind of smartphone. Um, I guess why, what's the impact of turning towards these, um, you know, these apps that are not very personalized and are kind of, um, you know, what's the word? Are kind of superficial. What's like the overall impact to people in terms of their dating life and their future, you know? Are you asking me for like my personal opinion or just like, you know, what what other people have said, like stats-wise type thing? Yeah, your personal opinion. My personal opinion? I mean, like, so, so yeah, I mean, that's the thing for me uh, is, you know, friends will ask me like, oh, like, why are you on there? This is back in the day. Like, oh, why are you on there? Like, why not just meet someone in person? Um, and for me, I mean, there was school, of course. Um, and there's, you know, people in your major and, and things like that. And, you know, of course I did, you know, flirt with girls that I worked with and or like, uh, you know, had classes with that sort of thing. Um, but I think for that, I just, it was weird because like I hadn't done it all of college. Um, right. And so to like get back into that, kind of high school mentality of like, oh, let's just like flirt with this girl in our class and ask her for the homework and do a study sesh or whatever. It just seemed a little, I don't know, not pedestrian. That's not the right word. But I guess like childish a little bit. I don't know. Because it's like, imagine if you like are, you know, hitting on them and they're not interested and then class is awkward, you know? Right. I don't know. Um, And I feel like I was always so busy that like I didn't really have the time to like invest in like flirting with someone day after day and like walking them to class and you know that sort of thing yeah so yeah i think the thing that everybody will say with dating apps is that it's easy like i don't need to go out and meet people i can just go and swipe and that's like it so yeah i don't know about like i mean why did you download them in the first place like no so i i have felt in the sense where you know uh in, in college, the last couple of years, and even now, right? Yeah, as you said, there is that factor of being extremely busy, right? And it's strange because even that busyness, when I think about it, even when I am being social, if I'm like going to a bar or, you know, I'm going to the beach or something like that, right? Um, I notice myself that like, you know, if I've had a long week, on like a Friday night, I just kind of want to go to the bar with my friends and just like hang out with my friends. You know what I mean? Right. I want to like play pool or talk or like relax or, you know, do trivia or something like that. So it's like, there are those pockets when I can like, you know, go out and do some fun things. But I'm like, even in those kind of moments, in a lot of ways, I'm still kind of closed off from like the outside world, you know? Right. Um, and I feel like, you know, ditto to like a girl who, who I might be interested in it. Like, you know, she's going to be with her friends. Uh, there is an element of like, you know, if she's just like with her friends for a night, she like, I, yeah, I would feel potentially weird. Like, I don't know. There is a, an element of like, she probably doesn't want to be like hit on by some like random guy. <laughs> like, she, she just wants to like, hang out with her friends. And like, so do I when I'm also there. Um, yeah. So I guess it, it kind of opens like a bit of a window, an opportunity, and I guess to getting someone to like getting to know someone that you wouldn't normally really get to know. Um, so I don't know. I guess that's nice. And it's like 
through that person you meet their friends and it like it is actually a good way to like be social with i think a lot of different people because it's just like a, a pretty yeah i guess as you said a pretty easy way to kind of like break out of your comfort zone a little bit so i i kind of appreciate it that part of it yeah yeah no it's definitely true i think uh you know this this our generation now it's it's all about technology i mean that's that's you could say that every single day it doesn't become less true and uh versus when our parents were dating and, and our parents don't get the you know what we live in right now that like you can't just ignore these things you can't just not be on instagram or, or whatever because like people think well, you're you weird can. You, well, can you can. Do, you can. It's possible. You can do whatever, but I'm saying like a majority of people use this. Like it's 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 a common theme of our generation, type thing. Sure. Like you're in the minor- sure. You're in the the percentage of minority if you're not using social media at least in some respect. Um, but I, I think what's interesting now is like, like you said, like you said, <laughs> oh, I don't want to like go up to a girl at a bar because I'm sure she doesn't want to get hit on or whatever. Like, that's exactly how I feel every time that somebody says, oh, well, like, why don't you get off Tinder and actually meet somebody at a bar or whatever? And, yeah, like, I could. I could go up and talk to somebody. Um, but it just feels it feels weird because I feel like that's something that happened in our parents' generation. And I feel like girls now just want to go out and have a good time with their friends and not be bothered by dudes always hitting on them. You know what I mean? Sure, sure. Yeah, it makes sense. Uh, no, I hear that. I hear that a lot. Where girls will say like, "Oh, like the, you know, these guys were hitting on us all night," and you know, so we take that. We kind of internalize it. And we're like, "All right, well, if these girls don't like that behavior, then let's not do that behavior, right?" I mean, what's your what, what's your thought? Yeah, on that? I mean, okay, I, I I can. How do I put this? Like, I think like obviously the girl. I mean, I don't know. There are a lot of guys who are just complete slobs with everything they do. Like, <laughs> like I I am blessed with like I have a lot of great friends. Like that's great, but like. I, you know, no, no matter what, like there are a lot of guys out there who are just like, like pigs with like a lot of what they do. <laughs> um, so it, it's kind of a thing where it's like, I don't know. I, I think sometimes when you are with your friends and like, you just kind of want to keep, uh, you know, spending time with them and hanging out and like relax. Uh, there is also that idea of like, and something I, I've noticed this and like, I kind of struggle with if I like go on a date with, like, some random girl, right? Then that right. is almost, like, a completely separate part of my life, which is kind of good in some ways because now huh. I can appreciate and have my time spent with this girl uh, in, like, my own way and, like, am on my own terms. I won't have to meet her, like... I won't have to worry about, like, my friends being stupid at a bar. I, I don't know. It It is nice to have to have that separate interaction where... Um, you are able to be more comfortable and she's more able to be more comfortable, uh, and kind of like a, a one-on-one, one setup, which is a little nicer. And then, you know, y- you kind of integrate and they meet, she meets your friends and slowly it becomes, but I don't know. It can be, it can be a lot, I guess. Yeah. No, that you brought, bring up a, a great point there and that, yeah, it's, it's, it's separate. I think that's like what I think is amazing about it. I think one, it's separate Two, like on a dating app, there's no question of whether they're into you or not. Like, I mean, that's the whole purpose of it is, oh, you like me? Bam, like we match. Whereas when you're in public or you're in person, like let's just say the old school methods of meeting people, you know, say it's like at work or, which usually now is more frowned upon 
than back in the day, but you know, let's say school or through other friends, there's this flirting that takes place and conversations, which don't get me wrong, like in-person uh, conversation and all that is good to have, but like there's a lot of uncertainty that comes with it because, and a lot of things that could go wrong with that because you know, you could be flirting and you could think that, oh, this girl's into it, they're giving me positive signals, and the girl is just being friendly, or, or vice versa with the guy. Um, whereas with like Tinder or all these dating apps, that takes the question out of it. Like you guys are, are talking for the sole purpose of dating, and you're cringing I, on your face for some reason. I don't. I don't think that's true. I got. You don't think that's true? There. I don't think that. I think that. Okay. I mean, if you're on maybe like a more serious thing, like I don't know, okay, Cupid or you know whatever, that's great. Um, Matching with a girl on Tinder means almost nothing. Actually, no, it means nothing. Like <laughs> people match on Tinder every day well, without on, any wait, intention of everything. Let me say, okay, I'm not trying to say that like they're you know like a match means you're going to get married. That's not what I'm trying to say at all. What I'm saying is like they find you attractive and they, in some capacity, want to be romantic with you. Whereas like if you talk with somebody in person, you don't know until like you talk about it. Right? Am I wrong about that? I think that a lot of people view it as way more detached. I think people mm. just swipe right or left depending on if the sun's shining. I don't know. I, I think it's it's a little more, uh, <laughs> n- not necessarily arbitrary, but I don't know. I think it's a little more at play. I, I don't know. I don't think I necessarily want to in any capacity be involved with, like romantically with a girl that I swipe on on Tinder, you know? Really? I mean, isn't that the whole purpose of the app, though? You know what I'm saying? Like, Yeah. Or... I don't know. One time I was on Tinder to find, like, a physics tutor. Like, it has, <laughs> what? Like, it has like, a multi-faceted, you know, there's different sides to it. I don't know. I mean, I I guess it's just back to, like, I don't take it incredibly seriously. Right. Uh, no, I, yeah. No, I, I agree with that. What, what I'm trying to get across here is, like, the reason why, like, it's different from real life is that, usually you know if somebody is interested in you in that way, right? And that there's no miscommunication. I mean, how many times, well, I don't know about you, but like, you know, this has happened to me throughout the years, like back in high school or, you know, in college sometimes where you're into somebody and you're talking a person and then you try and turn into more than friends and it just goes weird, right? Because like you misread signals or whatever. Sure. Like, you don't get that when you're on a dating app, per se. Like, if you match with somebody, usually they find you attractive in some way, right? But see, for me, that's back to the whole toxic masculinity thing. Because I think that guys are so fragile these days that, like, them being rejected by someone is a huge thing. Like, I, I, th- I, th- I think we need, we need to normalize rejection and even kind of change the name of it. Like, if you have a conversation with a girl and you're into her... And maybe she doesn't feel the same way about you, which that's right. happened to every guy and every girl, right? Yep. Um, I feel like, I don't know. I feel like people, it, it has to be normalized. And I think that, um, I don't know. I, I just, I don't always see it as like a bad thing, like a, a closing of a road, you know? Oh, no, no. I, 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 uh... Maybe miscommunication here. I'm not trying to 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 say you know rejection's bad at all. In, in the like, firstly, just talk about rejection real quick. Main points: number one, guys, like you said, need to be better about taking rejection better. 
Like it's right. not always super personal. It's not always, um, you know, if a girl isn't into you, that like that means you're ugly or unattractive or a bad guy. It maybe just mean like she just doesn't find you attractive. Like just for whatever reason. I mean, people have, you know, different tastes. It, you know, it, there's no rhyme or reason really. Um, and number two, like we need to get to a point where, like, guys are, like, again, accept rejection or, or girls, you know, vice versa, like. Except people accept rejection in a healthy way um, so that people can be honest because that's a problem that, like, because guys don't take rejection well, girls oftentimes will ghost or breadcrumb and, like, just leave a guy hanging because they're afraid of a retaliation, afraid of how the guy's going to respond or being mean or whatever. So you bring up good points there. Like, I'm not denying that at all. What I'm saying more so is, like, like... the online dating app makes it like more clear if you're into someone romantically versus like there's a lot of a gray area in person. Am I wrong? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Makes sense. I don't know. But anyways, going back to the the thing you were saying about how it's like, I don't know if compartmentalized is the right word, but like you were mentioning how like you have like the person you're seeing and then you have like your friends. Like, why is that more advantageous than versus, like, meeting someone through your friends or maybe someone through work or that sort of thing? I I have – okay. So work, for me at least, um, I've uh, – yeah, like, I would never, ever um, – how do I put this? <laughs> I, I feel like I take work, like, really seriously, which is, you know, I should, whatever. But, like, that part's, like, out of the question. Like, I would never look for anything more than just, like, a casual friendship. Um and then for the friends part of it, I, I've had a couple of bad experience was with like uh, dating like friends of friends or even just like friends. And then a couple experiences where it's turned really poorly and like I hate that. It was just like really sour and then like, right. it's weird when the friend group people have to like disassociate from the friend group kind of. Um, and, you know, it is also a thing where it's like you know, I, I'm lucky. I have, I have good friends. Uh, sometimes, you know, I also have friends, you know, from the last four or five years who are also 19 year old guys. Like, of course they're like dumb, like, (laughs) you know, so it's like, there is that kind of deal where it's like, um, bringing a girl to like meet your friends is actually like, at least for me, like kind of a big deal because like, it's just, I, I feel like when I was, like, a teenager, I was never, like, super close to my family. So, like, my friends were, like, a huge deal. You know what I mean? Right. So, I guess, also, like, in some ways, like, uh, weaving that those two things, uh, like, being romantic and also, like, having these, you know, friends that you've been with, you know, been your friends with for a long time has always been, I guess, uh, more difficult for me compared to most people. I'm, I'm sure it's difficult for some people, but... Um, so I don't know. It is kind of a way of like you can you can have like different sides of you, and you can um, I don't know. It's it's just nice to explore different things, I guess. Yeah, no, it's true. Uh, I guess what what has been uh, your experience in like like do you ever feel? Because I know I I I kind of feel this for me. Like I have like so many not like I have so many friends, but. Uh, I have, like, friends that are in different places and, like, aren't a part of, like, the same group anymore. Like, I don't have any crew. Like, you have a crew, I'd say, like, back from 
from back home. But like, I don't have that sort of like crew back, you know, because I just lived in so many different places. I have people scattered all over the United States. Um, so I guess for you, because you have more kind of like a crew and people from LCC, Carlsbad, uh, do you kind of feel like you wish you could like, you know, integrate that more that like, you know, finding someone through your friends and like them being cool? Like, do you hate having your friends and your girlfriend separate? Like, what has been your experience with that? I, I've always been, especially the last like year or two, been really into the idea of like, uh, trying to like expand and like meet new people and like kind of grow as much as possible. Right. Um, so I think it's sometimes if you kind of like have that group, you kind of, you know, like when you're all going out, you, st- you have that group kind of isolated mentality, which I've seen. And I don't know, I just feel like I'm, I, I, what I really loved about like my freshman year of college is I was able to meet a lot. That, that's like what I've loved doing. I just like meeting new people. Um, and there is a degree of, um, I think, constraint sometimes if you are in a group, especially if you've known each other for a long time, because it's like, I, I, I know people that my friends know and I met them four years ago because you know <laughs> what I mean? Like it's, it's just harder to, to kind of branch out sometimes and right. to get people to like stick, which makes sense. People stick together. Uh, but it's like, I don't know. I guess I see it as kind of a independent way where I can branch out. And the fact that like, oh, I'm dating a girl that isn't known to my friends, like, that doesn't really deter me. If anything, huh. like, it's kind of, it's kind of, I don't know, in some ways it's kind of nice that I'm able to meet new people and expand and meet her friends and stuff like that. At what point in a uh, relationship or, or, you know, when you guys first start talking to the point where you have your friends meet her for the first time? Like, because it's, it's interesting. Like, I have a good friend who's been dating this girl uh, for almost two years now, and I have not met her, and he's like one of my best <laughs> friends. And, and, and obviously, like I'm in Montana, or I was in Montana, now in El Paso. Like things have changed, but uh, I feel that it's I don't know, like it's kind of like more normal these days. Like, do you have that situation? Like, when do you have the friends meet the girlfriend? Yeah, I, that's a good point. I actually know a lot of people who are really private about that kind of stuff, which is great. Like, there's no reason that they shouldn't be private. Right. Um, Shout out to them. Um, but yeah, I, I think that... Uh, I think when... At least for me, and I know for some guys, when they like meet a girl and they're more serious with her, that like there is kind of that uh, maturity level that you seek to give off. Because it's not just you and her in that time. It's like the couple you want to like grow into and like the person that you want to like, you know, be with her. Right. So it is kind of like, that is like, not necessarily a different side of you, but that is like uh, a lot of things that maybe like uh, your friend group isn't used to or um, doesn't know as well, like that side of you. Um, so yeah, it, you know, it can be hard to integrate. I would say maybe there's no set like deadline on when, but I, I guess once once you feel once you feel like you would trust her, like you would trust anybody else in your friend group, you know that like you guys will stick together, you know? Right. I think that's probably the the time to, to cut it off. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think uh, it's interesting now. I mean, like it, it's so hard for me to 
you know, cause you and I live like kind of different lives in the sense that like I'm out here in Texas and you're back home and somewhat settled. And I know you're, you're thinking of moving to different places in the country, you know, wherever your job takes you, whatever. But, uh, I, I don't know if you can speak to this fact or not, but like whenever I, th- whenever I watch like, you know, TV shows like friends or like, you know, how I'm in your mother, like any, any sitcom really. And you see like these groups of people and they like bring the people they're dating into the, into the group and all that stuff. And like, they hang out at bars and things like that. Like, I don't know about you, but does that kind of seem like such a foreign concept? Like, since we're so young, like, like going to a bar every night with all the friends and that sort of thing or what? Yeah, I think so. And I think, I think that's to be expected that we do feel that way because I think at this point in our lives, it's like everything's so volatile, you know, like we can be doing this one day, this the next day, who really knows. Um, we also like, like I'm, I'm supposed to be an adult. Like I have like a job and like, whatever. but like, <laughs> I'm clearly not a fucking adult. Like the person has to take like one look at me and they're like, Oh yeah. Like he's definitely still developing. Like that's the, <laughs> that's the nicest way to put it. So it's like, um, I, I think that you, you have to, you have to be willing to accept the uncertainty of it all and the ambiguity of it all that like, um, Things are a little like tumultuous and they kind of will and you haven't set in your pattern, but you will eventually and things will become, I, I genuinely believe that whether life gets better or worse, that, um, a lot of things will be more clear that like aren't clear to me now, I guess. Right. Um, speaking of those TV shows, there'll be a lot of, uh, you know, episodes where like the friends, like, you know, like, let's just say, I don't know, like, character one and character two both have, like, long-term girlfriends, and they'll, like, go on a trip together or something. Like, when do you see that happening in our lives? Like, do you ever see that, like, is it, like, 25? Is it more towards 30? I mean, is that ever going to happen? Like, Yeah, dude, I don't know. It's, there are people that, like, have been dating since, like, 16, and they're still dating now at, like, 23. Yeah. And you kind of wonder, like, 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 what an odd like situation that must be when you really think <laughs> about it like are they just gonna get married now or like will they still just date for another like seven years until marriage i mean you know whatever they do whatever, do whatever they want but yeah i think when you're you have seven years of relationship backing you then yeah like things like going on a trip that seems like such a foreign concept to me like that is and like like for me like I'm like semi like seriously dating a girl right now. Like the, the idea of like going on like some like road trip, like that sounds okay. Cause like it's spontaneous. <laughs> It'll be cute. Like we'll go on a road trip in California. Yeah. It's another thing like arranging like a 15 day Paris, like <laughs> excursion or something. Yeah. yeah. So that would be a different, like I'm, I'm nowhere near that, you know, not even right. like with this girl, particularly just like, I don't know. That seems like a lot to me right now, I guess. Yeah, I got you. I got you. Um, transitioning a little bit, you know, going back to the whole concept of, of meeting people. Uh, and I'll, I'll go back uh, to like more of the in-person stuff in a little bit. I just kind of want to talk more about like dating apps for, for a sec. Uh, here's some stats that I, I wanted to share with you, some stuff that I looked up uh, that I think you might find interesting. So according to the Pew Research Center, okay, here, I, I'll, I'll have you guess. What percentage, what percentage of Americans have uh, either found a very committed relationship or been married through a dating site or app? What percentage of Americans? Is this American adults we're talking about? Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, no, five-year-olds, my guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say 25%. 25%? Wow, that seems a little high. Uh, it's, it's 12%. 12%. 
Oh, okay. I, yeah. yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I shot high, but... <laughs> 20, okay, one, one out of four people has been married through a dating app? I mean, okay, here's kind of the way I see it, though. Like, um, I at first had that, like, weird stigma. Like, oh, I met this girl through, like, a dating app, you know? Right. Um, but, like, when I really think about it, like, I've had, like, pretty quality... Uh, women who I dated that were through dating apps and I had some pretty not quality women who I dated that were not through dating apps so it's like that initial point how you met like it doesn't matter like I can tell by future children in 20 years we met at a cooking show like I like it doesn't it doesn't matter to me like how that initial spark is formed it's just kind of from there like how you click and how you build with each other and how you grow so you know yeah, no, I definitely uh, definitely feel that. Here, here's something else that I, uh, you know, so I've just been researching like all day uh, about this whole topic. And I found apparently um, that uh, one in 10 people who had concerns about trying a dating app, half of them said they didn't want to try it because of uh, uh, like their personal information getting out or being like scammed. And apparently, according to the FBI, more than $82 million has been lost through uh, dating app scams in 2014, which I don't know what you think about that. But, like, I mean, well, firstly, I mean, like, how many times have you seen, like, you know, girls on their profile say, like, oh, Venmo me and see what happens? Whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, does that count as a scam? Is that fraud? Honestly, shout out to the women out there that put their Venmo. <laughs> like, that's actually, like, the, like, big energy move that we need more of in this world. Like. <laughs> Those women deserve a medal. Like, I, I almost just, like, how, how proud of them I am, I almost just want to Venmo them just because, like, good for you. Like, you're just throwing it all out there. I like <laughs> you know, uh, I had an idea once uh, to – because, I you know, I've seen that before with the girls with the Venmo. And so what I what I thought of doing – I haven't done it yet, though – was, uh, you know, Venmoing them, uh, you know, two pennies, right, two cents, and be like – like, oh, you know, I would Venmo you more, but I'd rather spend more uh, more money on you for dinner. But that's just my two cents. Nice. That was yeah. Good. Yeah. I think that's good. Okay. All right. Thank you. Thank you. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, would you ever, do you know people that have gotten scammed off of, like, uh, a dating app, like, ever, like, you know, thought they were marrying a Norwegian prince or something like that and, and giving them all their money? I, um, so, okay, I, I haven't, I haven't used Tinder in, like, a year. But right. uh, there were, at least towards, like, the end of my Tinder tenure, there were definitely, <laughs> uh, I definitely saw, like, an uptick in bots. And when I mean uptick, yeah. I mean, like, 50% of the women were bots. <laughs> yep. Um, and I guess my strategy of knowing if they were bots or not is they would message me something like, oh, like, you're really cute. I'm into you. I'm like, oh, like, you're a fake person now. Like, I can <laughs> No, I can no see one would that. ever be into me. It's a lie. <laughs> like, that's not, that's not accurate. Uh, but yeah, no, I I can totally imagine that there would be things like that. Um, I have a yeah, I have a pretty bad story actually. Of this was happened a couple of years ago, where some girl pretty immediately asked me for my Snapchat, and then she said something like, "Oh, uh, like her her first Snapchat message, like when I opened it, was like, um, like Venmo me fifty bucks or something like that." Um, <laughs> I can like get you banned from Tinder. I'm like, what? And then nothing ever happened. But it was weird. And then she oh, was, weird. I, I, I just blocked her. So I don't know. That, <laughs> that could have just a regular girl fooling around, but it was odd. Oh, that's so, weird. That's like kind of like extortion right there. 
I know, I know. I was like, oh god, what do I do? It was pretty scary, <laughs> but it ended okay. Yikes! Have you uh, have you ever been uh, catfished uh, via the dating apps? I gosh, I don't think so. I think. Huh. No. But but girls have been catfished by you for sure. No, definitely not. <laughs> I would never admit to that. No, I'm just kidding. I've never, I've never done that. Um, I mean, oh, I would say like 99% of the girls I talk to, I don't actually have like an intention of like fully meeting them. But I think that's like pretty standard. Yeah, I'd say so. Okay, fair enough. But you've never been, never been catfish. Never had like a, a date you've been on where it's like, oh man, you do not look like your pictures at all. I I have not. I don't think so. No. How rigorous is the uh, the Ross screening process? Oh god, it sounds pretty um, rigorous. <laughs> sounds like you need uh, like a security clearance just to to get a date with you. No, I. Uh, that's the thing. I think I only went on like a couple. I wouldn't even call them dates. Like a couple Tinder hangouts. Um, and then like I was in a pretty like committed relationship with a girl who, like. I met via Tinder. Uh, right. But, yeah, I I don't know. There's not particular things that I like. Like, I feel like I, feel like I, like, I really like girls who are, like, really smart and, like, uh, like witty and, like, clever and catch on to things and are sarcastic. So right. if she's, like, saying, for, like, that catches my attention. You know what I mean? Um, and I'm like, oh, okay. She seems really, like, clever and smart. Like, even this girl I'm seeing right now, like, she, like she's like a lot like she's applying to law school but like she works in like a law office downtown and like that's really cool because i want to be like well i've always thought about being a lawyer so <laughs> i guess like yeah being smart and like motivated and like passionate about well like whatever it is you do is like that's a really cool thing to see you know yeah what uh would you say there's any deal breakers and anything that immediately you see i mean obviously if she's a trojan that's one but uh anything like you see it's like immediately like bam swipe left oh okay i I'll, i won't get too controversial but like on hinge for example which sure. again, i'm not on but it's pretty you can list like a lot of things you can list like your political party affiliation right you could list uh yeah a couple things so like there were a couple things where like like not to it it would be odd if I came across, like, a young woman from California who, like, probably was college-educated and all that stuff, and she was, like, a huge Trump supporter. Like, I'd be confused. Like, I'd, 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 I'd want to follow up with her just to see, like, oh, like, do you, like, not read the newspaper? Or, like, what's the situation? <laughs> Is it like, a fiscal conservative type thing or what? So I um, – they're, they're not some deal-breakers, but there would be some, like, interesting, like, little quirks that – may kind of make me bias one way or the other i don't know interesting okay fair enough fair enough um another uh, interesting stat for you and i you know transitioning a little bit here um which i found was uh was interesting uh was that uh they found on on dating apps like in like dating app abuse apparently um let me find this stat uh, i'm sorry okay here we go all right so according to the pew research center survey 60 percent of women under the age of 35 who've used dating apps um said that someone continued to contact them after they said they weren't interested uh 60 of girls and they also found that uh 44 of girls were called an offensive name uh by people um on the dating app which you know i don't know if you ever heard those stats before but what do you think of that wow yeah that's uh i 
very unfortunately, I'm not surprised. Um, yeah, I, I think it just goes back to the whole uh, rejection you know, thing. Yeah, the, the rejection thing, and also it's 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 pretty easy not to you know just kind of like hide behind whatever you write, and it's not like that personal face to face interaction. So, right. like, I guess when you hurt someone, it seems so depersonalized and uh, not like impactful. I guess so. Right. You know. What uh, have you heard anything from your maybe your your girlfriends or, or people that you've talked to about like you know guys or girls like doing anything really like abusive on on dating apps like you know um oh no we we're just talking about uh you know you know abusive things we've seen on tinder and, and just like ways that uh like for instance i'll share one time uh and obviously like just to reiterate like girls have definitely got a, a heck of a lot worse than than us guys but one time and and i and i actually happened with the ucla girl believe it or not uh i made i made some joke like um, you know, like, like I asked her, I'm like, oh, like, hey, like, just talking with this girl, like, hey, how's it going? Like, she's like, oh, it's, it's all right. Not, haven't really had a great week. Like, I've had a bunch of midterms. And I said something like, oh, I mean, you know, like, makes sense since you go to UCLA or, or something dumb like that, just making fun of UCLA. And she literally, I kid you not, called me a bleeping white piece of filth uh, to me on Tinder, which I was like, wow. Okay, never, uh, never heard that one before. So I don't know if, if you've had personal experience with that, or, or uh, any friends have any like bad messages like that. No, I. Uh, this girl I'm dating, she hates white guys actually, which is funny. <laughs> <laughs> she, she, she always says she, like, ah, men don't deserve rights, which I think is hilarious. I I, I like how uh, politically charged and what a go getter she is. So like, I find it really, <laughs> I find it really awesome. She's like that. Um, but, uh, I mean, I don't know. I, yeah, I, I, I think it just goes back. It's, it's for a lot of people, they just see it as easier to like, you know, just kind of type things and like say things that they definitely wouldn't say face to face. Cause they, they don't see like the impact of that, of what's going on. Right. Right. I don't, I don't know if I've ever been called anything. I mean, and and no and and to be honest, like on the flip side of what I was just saying, I don't I don't know how much I would really care. I mean, like okay, yeah, if I did something like really bad, then like I would feel guilty, I guess. But like, um, I guess if it was out of nowhere, just for like kind of like a nothing thing, kind of as you described, I'd just be like, wait, what? Like, kind of kind of confused. But I guess I would just, you know, brush it off. You know. Yeah. No, it's definitely true. It's definitely true. Uh, going back to the whole uh, meeting up in, in, in person thing. So you, you mentioned like, you know, how, you know, mentioning meeting people at bars and things like that. But, uh, you know, reading online, there's like a lot of people, especially this is kind of like an older person thing. Uh, or, you know, back in the day, people did this. But like speed dating is a thing. Like, would you ever consider like ever going to like a speed dating thing and like meeting someone that way? Actually, yes. Um, really? One of my strengths is I'm like really interesting for two minutes. And then <laughs> as like your audience Another thing is starting, you're good at for only two minutes, right? <laughs> oh, nice one. <laughs> uh, no, it's like max 30 seconds. No, but as your, <laughs> as your audience is starting to see, I'm like, after like two minutes, I'm like, I have nothing to say to myself. So like, <laughs> I think that speed dating, I actually might do really great in because they're like, oh, he seemed funny for like 90 seconds. Like, yeah, sure. <laughs> and then like they realize their mistake later. 
Right. So yeah. So the, your girlfriend right now. I mean, she's just like she's lamenting her mistake back back when you guys actually met up. Yeah. No. I, I don't know what she was thinking. Uh, <laughs> that one was on her. But I, I interestingly, while I was in the job search, I went to uh, Carl Strauss in San Diego for this uh, professionals meetup link up. Uh, where it was kind of like speed dating, where it was for two minutes, you talk to one person, you shared with your information and, you know, where you want to go with your career and what you're interested in. Right. And I was like, yeah, like kind of interesting way to do this. And I think that I knew nothing about my career going into it. Absolutely nothing. And I think I was somehow able to like convince people that like I did a little bit or like <laughs> that I was like, because like, you know, it's not a long time. So I could potentially be interested in speed dating. I don't know. Interesting. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. I mean, I just like, I don't know. Do you ever, do you ever see things like that? Cause okay. At first when you're on Tinder and, and it's become like more socially acceptable lately, like I remember back when I was a kid and I would see ads for like eHarmony and all those like old people or like match.com and, and no offense at all to people on those you know sites or whatever. But like, I don't know if you felt this, but I kind of felt this a little bit. You feel kind of like, kind of like a loser when you're on that thing like you know whenever i would see the ads when i was a kid i was like oh those people can't find people in person like what a loser you know but did you ever feel kind of like a little bit of that shame with them in the e-harmony or, or me right now? <laughs> no no with with you oh um i think it just goes back to uh yeah i just how you first meet is just like the beginning of your story together so it's like I just don't think I, I don't think it has to be as big of a deal as everyone makes it out to be. Right. And I would rather be in a great relationship with someone I really care about and we're a good match and she has the same like dark, horrible, like kinds of humor as I do and like she's into serial killers and stuff like that. <laughs> rather than like someone that I just like met uh in like a spontaneous I mean, you could meet anyone in spontaneous you know what I mean? Like right. I, I I just don't necessarily think it it's I kind of accepted that it's not something like I should look down on, I guess, you know? Yeah, no, that's definitely true. Um, yeah, because, I mean, that's the thing. It's like we're all trying to meet somebody out there, and, like, you can't fault anyone for trying. Like, and yeah, people who do that, it's like those are kind of like the relationship snobs who are like, oh, ho, ho, we're in a relationship. Like, look at those single people down there, like, trying to find somebody, you know? Yeah. It's also a degree of, like, I guess the more I've thought about it, and this isn't just, like, in this situation, it's like, you know, who's to say like what works, you know? I yeah. mean, they didn't have Tinder or whatever back in the day. And like, what's the divorce rate? It's like 50%. Like that's crazy high, you know, yeah. like people meet and, you know, in various different ways with various different degrees of success. And, uh, it, it's impossible to claim one way is the right way. Cause people are different and situations are different. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, you definitely hit the nail on the head. Like there's, cause I know certain people like, you know, I got some very introverted friends who, uh, you know, don't go on dating apps or, or even if they are, they don't really meet up or anything because they're just like shy. They're just, that's just the way they are. And they need more of a, a in-person connection with somebody uh, to feel comfortable enough to, to be romantic with them, which, you know, is fine. Like whatever floats your boat, really. Um, you know, there's no, again, there's no rhyme or reason when it comes to love. And, and to think that we have any control over it is just like, it's just foolish, honestly. Yeah, but uh, what else was I gonna say? You made a good point there. Oh, I, I guess. Uh, oh yeah, my question is. So you know, we're talking about meeting and you know meeting people, meeting potential partners. Like, 
you obviously have a girlfriend right now that you met. How'd you meet her again? We met on Hinge. Yeah. Right. Okay. So, like, what is your advice to people out there um, about meeting people? Like, would you advise them to, like, go out in person? Uh, you know, like, go to <laughs> – I've thought about this myself of, like, going to, like, classes. Like, oh, like, going to a cooking class or going to, like, a dance class or something like that. Like, what would you say is just, like, some tips to, to those people out there who, you know, maybe they're a little shy, a little timid, and they but they want to meet uh, uh, someone cool? Sure. I, I would say, honestly, the biggest and best advice is, like um, – your mentality going into it is everything in the sense that like you like if you're going to meet up with a girl which you know that that's great um you don't have to think of it as like a date at all and there's a really high chance that she's also not thinking about it as a date at all you are going to uh hang out with someone who seems cool and that's great and hey if it goes poorly then you know whatever it goes poorly everyone has a bad date or day or something like that and you know it can just you guys probably won't see each other again or something. (laughs) So I guess the point is like, it only works if you like build those like stepping stones of like friendship and connection to begin with. Right. And you're only allowed to like build those stepping stones of connection. If you really try to, uh, put like no pressure in the situation, no pressure on yourself. Just honestly try to go into it with an open mind, try to like have fun. Like, I don't know. There, there shouldn't be any like expectation. Like, the whole, like, like oh, like, uh, um, I don't know. I just feel, I feel, like, way more comfortable and way better, like, way better when, like, uh, I can, like, go into something not at all having to worry or think about in any way, like, the physical stuff. Because, like, hmm. that stuff will happen or it won't happen. It won't, you know, who cares? You guys will right. be friends or something. Uh, and if it does happen, it just means that it happened naturally and it was like supposed to happen and it was like the right call. Um, so I don't know. I, I would say like, I love making friends and you should too. So just go into <laughs> it. honestly, just go into it as though like you're like seeing a friend. I don't know. And then if hmm. something happens, then that's great. You know? What advice do you give to those, those shy people? Like the, my friend that I mentioned earlier who, you know, may not want, may not feel comfortable going on a dating app or, or, or going to a class or something. Like, how do they meet people? Because there's a lot of people I know that are that are super shy and not willing to put themselves out there. Is it just a matter of like kind of shoving them in the deep end and you know hoping that they swim? Like, what is the key? Um. Yeah, I don't know. I have, I have a couple friends like that too. I um. I feel like the deep end thing may not be the best idea in the sense that I think the number one indicator or the, the, the number one, the one number one developer I should say is just like time. Um, people go through a lot of stuff. They go through like mental health issues. They go through like family issues. Um, and I think like trying to like force them or like, not necessarily like that's obviously not what you're doing, but you know what I mean? Like, uh, uh, trying to like encourage them to like, oh, you know, go to the deep end and sink or swim, blah blah blah. Um, I feel like every day, from just being around friends, and you know, if you have a friend group, if you have like women in your friend group, being around that every day like builds their confidence. Uh, even going to work and killing it at work, which you know I'm, I'm sure your friend does or whatever. Um, right. Like a- every day, like that builds that person's confidence. And obviously when you're like 19 and, you know, you're a shy guy, um, you know, that's, that's a shame. That's a situation. Um, 
or no, it's not, it's not a shame. It's, it's great that he is who he is. Um, <laughs> but, uh, I, I think, I think just letting the person, um, like give them time to like grow and develop. Um, and I guess, um, I, at least for me, like I, I'm, I won't like, I'm kind of going off on a little tangent, at least for me, I don't know, like if it's a thing where like, I, this is silly, but like, I'm not like American, I guess. So I notice in like America, like being shy and quiet is always seen as like such a bad thing. Do you ever like realize that and think about it? Like yeah. someone who's like shy, it's always a negative, um, like, uh, quality that you're talking about, which I think is really odd because like, I don't know. I kind of like people who are quiet sometimes it's, they're they're more go with the flow they're more relaxed they're more introspective which means like they're generally they can be you know like really smart they can have a lot to say for themselves they Mm -hmm. just uh you know are more likely to kind of be to themselves so um i yeah if you're shy and you're worried about it don't be worried about it because if you're if you like go in the deep end and you like pretend to be someone then you're not and that means you're just going to attract people who are not like you and attracted this persona you give off so i know it's like hard to do i guess but like uh just keep like grinding away and every day you'll gain like a little bit of confidence and then when it when it right when it's going to be right it's going to be right you know um and there's there's a lot of qualities that you have like not you but person who shy has right that people who are not shy do not have you know um so you gotta, you got I just, I just recognize that. And like, I, I, I just think self-acceptance is like the key to, to anything. You, you don't have to go as fast or as furious as everyone around you. You know, you can just do your own thing. Yeah, no, you definitely uh, got a lot of good points in there. Yeah. Just like, I mean, being yourself, I mean, that's, that's the thing I've said on the pod plenty of times before, and it's the dumbest, most cliche thing of all time. But like the only person you can be is yourself. Like you can't, People will figure you out, and you will figure yourself out. And like, you can only fake it for so long until people find out. Like, no, this kid is actually like shy, or this kid like isn't isn't like this. Um, and you yourself know it too. Like, you can only pretend for so long, unless you're like a psychopath and <laughs> you do it for years. But um, I think Which like I am Keith. I am a right. Oh, I know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know. Uh, and that's the thing is like like just being yourself like that's the only thing you can do is just be yourself and and people will recognize that and hopefully they'll love you for that and hopefully you'll find someone that's just like you but it's all a process and uh you know it takes time but before i let you go ross i just want to ask you uh anything you've been seeing in the dating world or or, you know just between you know people that that's kind of been annoying you lately things you you know something you want to talk about like something you noticed that's like oh this thing is like really annoying Keith, everything annoys me lately. I got to be honest. With you. <laughs> <laughs> the list is small for things that don't annoy me. The um, British, the British person in you is coming out. Let's. I. Um, okay. Th- this is not. This is actually the. I'm. I'm making. I'm turning it a positive. This is something that I really like in couples, and huh. uh, something randomly that I, I feel like I. I really like, and I wanted to bring up, um, was this kind of idea of like relationship independence. Um, I. I see people who are like badasses individually and they're, they're great at what they do and they're smart and they're successful and they know it. And one of them doesn't have to lean on the other one for success. Um, they're both solid with themselves 
individually, that they have the capability to lean on each other and accept when things, you know, when they have bad traits or have a bad day and they can like grow with each other because, um, I don't know. I, I just think, uh, it's impossible to expect a, well, not impossible. It's hard for a lot of people to have a successful relationship with someone else when you don't have a successful relationship with yourself, which sounds cheesy. I know it does. Wow. But it's <laughs> been some truth out here, <laughs> but I, I, so I don't know. I, uh, I really like that in couples and I know some couples like that and I really admire it. Um, people who are, I don't know, they, they rely on each other in a totally open, um, supportive way. And with that, they, I don't know, it's, it, it's the dichotomy of they have the independence and they also have the support system. And then they have that trust to kind of, kind of bridge that gap between the two, which I think is a really, takes a long time to do that. And that's an awesome trait. It's funny you, uh, you mentioned that because as we speak, currently uploading, we actually talked with, uh, Sabrina Malexada, a good friend of mine about that exact topic about, you know, codependence and relationships and, and being independent and, yeah, exactly like you said, like that, I think I'm figuring out more and more these days, like, especially I think with our generation as, as well, like, you know, kids are having, or sorry, kids, people are having kids, like, you know, later on in life, some are choosing more so now not to have kids, um, but, uh, like, having that independence from, like, your partner is, like, and just, yeah, I don't know, it's just, like, becoming more and more of a thing, like, you're allowed to follow your dreams now, and you need someone who's going to be there to support you um, and also understand that like sometimes you need to work hard. Sometimes you need to put your head down and, and focus on you. And it's not always about the relationship, but it's about like two people coming together and like sharing their success instead of like relying on each other's success, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I have this vision in my head that I can, uh, you know, in, in a few years be with this girl who, is really smart and she's really passionate and she's really clever and I can wake up at 7 a.m. and I can go to my job and I can do amazingly for nine hours or whatever and that's great <laughs> and you know then I can whatever I can go to a rock climbing gym and you know do something like that and at the end of the day that last 10% of the day when I come in and I'm tired and I'm exhausted there's that recognition of um you, I don't know. Just that that I can be I can be totally transparent, and I can be totally honest, and we can really build as a couple because we built ourselves. I guess. Bang! There's nothing uh, nothing more you can add to that. All right, that's uh, that's all the questions I have, Ross Hamilton. You said it perfectly. Uh, anything else you want to add? Anything you want to say to the followers out there? Maybe. Plug, uh, plug the IG or, or, you know, I don't know, link to your company or I don't know. What do you want to say? Um, I don't want to bring my company into this. <laughs> uh, no, I, I, my Instagram is trash. I don't use Instagram. Just, uh, you know, maybe, remember the name for the future when I run for office one day or something. Yeah, exactly. Maybe, maybe shout out the, uh, I don't know if you want to shout out any COVID-19, uh, nurses or workers or anything like that, but. Oh yeah, dude, for sure. Also, um, I'm sorry. This is, I'm going to say one little 10 second thing. 
People who are out protesting about needing to surf, you don't actually need to surf. I know that you think you need to surf, but it's possible to go a few weeks without not surfing. It can save people's lives. So that's just a fun little tidbit. That um, <laughs> it's one thing if you're upset because you like you need to go to your job to like feed your family. Like oh, okay, shit. Like that's you know that's some real issues. But it's another thing if you're like open up the beaches. Like I have to surf. You you do not have to surf. <laughs> <laughs> but the NAR is essential, my guy. Come on. <laughs> I, know. I know. I'm kind of an idiot, I guess, for not seeing that. But <laughs> Crazy. Okay. Well, Ross, thank you for the insight. Uh, appreciate you having on the pod. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it, dude. Stay yep. safe. All right, folks. That was Ross Hamilton. I'm Keith DeMolder. You're listening to The Garbage Chronicles. We'll come out with a new episode soon as quarantine ticks on. We're praying that it is over soon but stay safe stay inside wear your mask and we'll talk to you soon all right take it easy